Today, we're going to be talking about uh, going on exchanges abroad, going to another country to learn your target language. And I want to give three pieces of advice. And I'm going to give this advice as if I were giving it to myself, my past self before I went on exchange, because I think that will allow me to say what I want to say the best. And the three pieces of, of advice are going to be learn as much of the target language as you can before you go to the country, be brave while you're there and dare to speak, and finally, be stoic because there will be challenges which arise while you're there. Um, and if you manage to maintain peace in a place of center amidst the storm of these challenges, I think it'll serve you well and it will... Um, ensure that the experience, despite whatever comes up, will be as enjoyable and beneficial as possible. What up? It's Ace from the Future here. I'm just editing this episode and I realized that I didn't actually give context about my own exchange. So I just want to interject and say, in 2018, I went to France for three weeks and I went to Lyon specifically and I was on an exchange just before my final year of high school. So for three weeks, I was living in France, in Lyon, with French ex- a French exchange partner in his apartment his with his family, and I went to school. So that was my exchange experience, and a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about in this episode is linked with uh, that little trip there. My first bit of advice is to learn as much of your target language as possible before you go. Um, and this is because you want the default language of conversation, the primary language, to be your target language and not your mother tongue. Um, in my case, it was English and French. And I knew that it was going to be a challenge to make the default language French because being an English native speaker um, has its advantages and inconveniences. The advantage being that everyone speaks English. So you have a great opportunity to speak to a whole bunch of people from around the world in your mother language, which is pretty cool. Um, But the drawback is everyone speaks English. So everyone tries to speak to you in English to practice and improve their English, but you don't get the opportunity to uh, practice your target language. And if you're going to a country specifically to speak in a language that's not English and escape English, that can be uh, frustrating. So in my case, I knew that I had to make it so that when I arrived in the country, my French was better than all the Frenchies English. And that way, when we interacted with each other, we would just, the, easy, the, the lowest energy state, the easiest way to interact with each other would be uh, uh, French because that's really the only way to do it. The only way to guarantee that you're going to have a lot of opportunity to speak your target language is to kind of make it so that the, the lowest energy state will be to converse in your target language, meaning your target language is better than their level in your native language. And that's so that's a way to ensure that the immediate environment around you will be in your target language. And you're not just going to be in a country where your target language is spoken, but you're in this linguistic bubble where... Um, you're not actually being exposed to your target language. And beyond that, if you try to make it so that you learn as much before you go, you're going to be able to pick up on things on your exchange that you wouldn't have been able to otherwise. More advanced and nuanced uh, uh, aspects of language which you would have missed. So, for example, you're going to be able to pick up a lot more slang 
um, which is just something you can't really grasp if you still don't know how to conjugate verbs, if you know what I mean. So, like, I'll give a couple of examples. I I used to greet everyone in, like, the hallway. I was I was just really excited to be in France, and I was like, I got to speak as much French as possible. So, I was, I was really friendly. Um, and one dude, I think his name was Matisse, I was like, salut, alors la pêche, which is like, hey, you know, you inform. And he was like, oh, nah, nah. We don't we don't really say la pêche anymore. We and I was I was like, oh, okay. Uh what what do you say? And he's like, oh, we more like maybe wesh tranquille mec, which is like hey, um everything going everything going cool. And that's a little interaction. It's this tiny little thing in this one specific moment, but all of a sudden I picked up on present day slang. And all of a sudden, my French is becoming more and more and more authentic. My mum's making faces at me outside the window. Let me do a podcast episode, mum. Yeah. And then later on, someone was, I got the impression they were like sizing me up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why, but they like looked at me and they were like, wesh. And because I'd like learned, just learned this new slang, I was like, wesh pelo, which is a typical Lyonnais way of saying like, pillow is guy. So, I was like, what's up, dude? <laughs> and all of a sudden, it just allows you to have these authentic interactions and be using this really authentic language. And it creates this different dynamic in in the relationship between you and the people who are in your exchange country. And it's a really wonderful thing because people start to treat you not just as an exchange student, but just like almost like another... In my case, almost like another Frenchie, they kind of accept you as one of their own. If you have a language level where they don't have to explain everything all the time, um, they can just talk naturally, and you kind of talk naturally back to them. That creates for that creates the environment for the most, I think, satisfying interactions on an exchange. And of course, it's going to give you the most um, linguistic benefit. So, by learning as much of the language as you can before you go. Um, it opens up relationships to you, but it also maximizes what you can get out of the exchange linguistically. And if you're doing doing an exchange where um, you have an exchange partner, it means you're not going to be 100% reliant on your exchange partner. Like you're not going to have to be at their side 24-7 because you're terrified of going off because you can't say a word. <laughs> like you wouldn't be able to survive speaking your target language. That That's probably not the best way to go about an exchange. Um, and like in my case, what I ended up doing was I went to a whole bunch of different classes. So I met a whole bunch of different people from different year levels and um, doing different subjects. And um, it was really fun. Like I didn't have to stay in my exchange students class all the time, sitting next to him. Um, instead, I like went to, I think, I think my exchange student was in uh, seconde, which is year 10 here in Australia. It's the third last year of high school. But I like went to classes in terminal, which meant I got to like speak with um, older people and I like went to their English class and I helped them out with their English, but also we were chatting in French as well. And it was just a whole bunch of fun. My second bit of advice, and I think this is really important too, is to be brave and be courageous when you're on exchange and in another country. Um, 
yes, you're going to sound like a bumbling idiot a lot of the time. And it's very understandable if you feel a little bit of fear or apprehension and you don't want to speak and you're afraid of putting yourself out there in that way. Because it's really scary. It's like you go from being this competent speaker in your native language to all of a sudden sounding like a inarticulate five-year-old again. So <laughs> it's tough. But um, bravery is moving forward and taking action despite whatever apprehension you're feeling. And it really pays to speak and put yourself out there and take that risk and make yourself uncomfortable because that's what creates the experiences which you go to another country for. You're going to meet so many more people that way that you wouldn't have otherwise. I mean, just recently, I had an interaction with a gardener who I found out he was Argentinian and I haven't spoken Spanish in like six months. Um, Actually, that's not quite true. The day before having a chat with the Argentinian, I had a chat with my uh, Mexican friend. But before then, it was like six months. I hadn't done anything with my Spanish. But before I even had the opportunity to kind of think about it and talk myself out of approaching him and talking to, talking to him in Spanish, I was already talking to him. So I didn't give myself the my brain the opportunity to talk me out of it. And you know what? I survived. My Spanish was fine. I was able to construct phrases. So by doing that, you create this really nice moment of connection. And you can imagine when you're in another country, um, if you take yourself outside of your comfort zone and you create those interactions, you're going to develop relationships. And that's what's going to make the experience satisfying. There'd be so many opportunities you miss if you don't take the plunge and you don't push yourself outside of your comfort zone to go and speak and approach people. That being said, sometimes it doesn't pay to speak. And I made this mistake when I was in France. Um, I always joke when I'm here in Melbourne, if ticket inspectors come on uh, public transport and for whatever reason I've forgotten to um, touch on, which is like to validate my ticket, um, then I just pretend to speak French and be a foreigner and not understand what they're saying. Um, When I was in France, I got the opportunity to do this with English because for the first time in the entire trip when I'd forgotten to validate my ticket hopping on the bus, the ticket inspectors came on and I was like, oh my goodness. And they came up and they spoke. They, this was when we were hopping off the bus. This was our final stop. So we, we left school and we were going back to my exchange partner's apartment. And right at that moment, as I'm walking off the bus, they're walking onto the bus and they asked for my ticket. And in the moment of panic, I responded to them in French saying, can I hop off the bus? Meanwhile, I could have legitimately pretended to be a foreigner and not understand, and maybe I would have gotten away with it. Um, but yeah, in this scenario, it it doesn't pay to speak. Keep your mouth shut, pretend to be a foreigner and not understand anything. <laughs> but I, um, I learned my lesson because there was another situation where on the one of the last couple of days of um, my exchange, all of a sudden I felt really horrendous like I felt like I had it was like flu-like symptoms I I didn't end up having the flu but like my body ached and I felt really lethargic 
And anyway, what happened as a result of that was when we were at school during that day, there was a moment when I just felt, um, I felt unbelievably bad and everyone was hanging around the locker area and I just ended up lying down and like in the, in the middle of the hallway and I was just like, I need to sleep. And I was just, I was, I was out for the count and, um, one of the professors or teachers came up and started speaking to me like, what are you doing? And he was like, he was like discipline, disciplining me, probably going to like send me to some sort of detention or something for like lying in the middle of the hallway. Like some un- unnecessarily strict buzzkill teacher. Anyway, I learned my lesson and I was like, I'm an exchange student. I can get away with this. <laughs> so I didn't say anything. I just like looked across at my correspondent. I was like... Uh, my my exchange student, sorry, my exchange partner. I'm mixing French and English. Um, I looked across at my exchange partner and then the teacher was like, what are you doing looking at your friend? I'm talking to you. And I just looked at him again and I looked across at my exchange partner. My exchange partner called on. He's like, oh, he's, a, he's an exchange student. He doesn't speak French. Anyway, that's that being on exchange and being in another country and not speaking the language is a get out of jail free card. Remember that in that can that could that could come in handy in certain situations and that's the thing there are going to be many embarrassing moments on exchange where um you say something which is like maybe you confuse certain words and you end up saying something sexual when it's totally not the right context you, there, there are so many ways you can go wrong when talking a language which create really embarrassing moments for you um but when you when it's not your native language, you get so much leeway. Like people, people are so tolerant, um, and that's just another reason to be brave and put yourself out there. I remember we were sussing out a gym, my exchange partner and I, and I ended up tutoying. <laughs> oh boy, je tutoyé um, the person who was showing us the, around the gym. Um, which means I use the informal version of you rather than the formal version of you. And it's not a big deal, but it's totally it's totally not appropriate for the context. We're complete strangers. He's significantly older than me. And I end up like completely dropping the register of kind of, I didn't give him the respect that was due, which is kind of, you know, it's kind of funny. It's not the kind of thing you'd do if you were actually French. But if you're a learner of the French language, um, they don't, you know, they don't ask that they don't take offense. They're like, ah, oh, it's a, it's a foreigner. So you can get away with a lot. Like even if you're, even if you make mistakes, it's not a big deal. So it's just all the more reason to put yourself out there. I was having a chat with my friends maybe a week ago, and we were talking about when we went on exchange to France, because we've all been on exchange to France and both of them expressed the feeling that they wish they had have spoken more and put themselves out there more um so that you know don't have that re- regret yeah don't have that regret if you have the opportunity to go and chat to someone just just do it and my last bit of advice is to be stoic and by that i mean um be aware that it's probably going to be a challenging experience in some respects 
you're probably going to end up being homesick. Uh, you might, you're going to get culture shock being in a different country. Um, you might not get along with your exchange partner and family. Like there are things which can make it a challenging experience. Um, but by being stoic, that means you find a place of center amongst the storm that might be going on around you and you don't let things going wrong ruin your experience. You can treat them as character development in that sense. You're going somewhere, you're going to experience amazing things and there might be challenges which you have to overcome, but ultimately the combination of the experience and the challenges, it's going to it's going to make the exchange what it is. It's going to mean that you grow as a person. You're going to learn more. You're going to, the culture shock allows you to later appreciate the culture more. Um, yeah, you're going to be homesick. You're not going to get along with your exchange partner and family. Yeah. So ultimately anticipate the best, like expect the best, go in expecting things to go well, because, um, by going in expecting things to go well, I think you subtly influence things uh, in a way that they end up going well. Um, but don't go in blind. Like, promise yourself that if something does go wrong and something doesn't go perfectly, um, you're still going to make the most out of the experience. Um, I'll give a I'll give an example, which is a really it's a you know it's a small, simple, stupid example, um, which doesn't really do justice to the. Uh, entirety of what I'm talking about here in terms of being ready for challenges. But it's just it's just a tiny thing which happened in my experience which might be uh, illustrative. And that's I really wanted to go to Paris when I was in when I went there, I was like, well, I'm in France, I've traveled across the world. I'd really like to see Paris. Um, but my exchange family, they were like, oh, it's it, the, the train will be really expensive. Staying there for a few nights will be really expensive. Um, and I was a bit annoyed at first. I was like, ah, I've come across, I've come across the oceans to get here. Um, but I very quickly realized that that's not what I wanted to do anyway. Like once I arrived in Lyon, I realized all I wanted to do was stay in Lyon because I was having so much fun meeting people, discovering Lyon, um, making friends, um, I didn't really want, I didn't really want to leave anyway. So, um, yeah, be adaptable, be ready for challenges and just maintain your place of center despite whatever life throws at you when you're going through this experience. That's all I have to say for today. Uh, I'll see you next time.